everybody welcome to this to this youtube live i gotta make sure i understand where my camera is all right hello everybody thanks for joining so this is where this youtube live is um where i take questions from quora that are either asked directly to me or are just part of the general business and entrepreneur channels and uh, and i answer them and i spend a couple minutes just sort of hashing through the answer so that you get to hear the unfettered response to things that other entrepreneurs are asking and my hope is that maybe you get some value out of this because these are maybe questions that you've had in the past and uh, you'd love to hear the answers to them so i'm gonna get started with just a minute to log in all right so the first question that I'm gonna go ahead and answer today is um, I've failed in my last five business attempts what's the best advice you could give me well try a sixth <laughs> I'm just kidding here's what I've discovered about entrepreneurs in general is that the ones that hit home runs usually don't don't hit a home run on the first try Sometimes they hit a single, maybe a double, but certainly not, not a home run. And so if you are an entrepreneur or you were one in the past and you want to be one again, and failure is something that you're really apprehensive about or really nervous about, um, like this particular question, I failed five times, what do I do next? Well, I'm often reminded that many entrepreneurs fail just before they get to the goal line. And so they're, you know, a foot away from failure, or 12 inches away from failure. And what you never really know is how close were you, right? We don't get the benefit as entrepreneurs of knowing that. But here's what I would say. I would say if you failed five times, firstly, do you know why you failed? Do you know what the reasons were that your business didn't succeed? Was it poor product, poor service? Was it terrible marketing and sales? Did you simply borrow? See my other uh, YouTube Quora um, episodes, you can get the answer to that question. But did you borrow money and you just got kind of dragged down in the debt um, and the business simply couldn't support it anymore? So what was the reason that you failed? And if you can be honest about the reason that you failed, then the question becomes, okay, well, if you get up to bat a sixth time or another time, what are you going to do differently? How are you going to make sure that you end up succeeding? And I can relate to this personally because I've been up to bat a few times with a few different businesses. And um, I know where my my weaknesses are. In particular, sales and marketing are not my, my, my forte. Um, I'm not a marketer per se. I'm not a salesperson per se. My comfort zone is in doing this, talking, listening to myself talk, I guess, <laughs> and working out problems. I'm a great problem solver and um, have failed in the past to get really strong people around me that are excellent at sales and are excellent at marketing. And that's mostly because, you know, I've always thought that I'm either smarter than them or I know more than them and, um, you know, haven't been prepared to really press very hard and, and trust people. So that's some of the reasons I've gotten up to bat and fail. But what about you? If you failed, what was it that produce the failure and is it something that you can control is it something that you can influence um, is it something that if you get up to bat again you can just do differently so the best advice I would have for someone that's failed five times or one time or two times but really wants to be an entrepreneur is that the only way that you learn and the only way you're going to be successful is by failing and many people are afraid to fail um, which they shouldn't be but they are and uh, it's that that 
that fear of failure that prevents people from being successful. And so they'll either pick something safe, but they'll never be truly fulfilled, um, or they'll just, they won't pick something safe and they'll struggle their whole life. So you've gotta be prepared to fail. So it's not how quickly you fail, it's actually how quickly you learn from that failure, get up and keep going. Because if you can put those lessons to use, you might find that at the end of the day, you end up hitting your home run. And it wasn't because you didn't fail, it's because you failed more times than the next person and you learned the lessons faster and you were able to iterate and benefit from them. So hopefully you find that helpful. Um, how do some entrepreneurs manage to come up with solutions for the toughest problems? Interesting question. Um, I was having a conversation with my son a couple of days ago, and we were talking about the philosophy of questions and answers. He's currently learning how to, how to code. Um, um, he's not, uh, you know, he's got a, a mind that is very analytical and he likes, you know, math as an example. So a little while ago, he decided to learn how to start programming. And so I know a little bit about programming. And as we were talking about um, um, the programming challenges that he was having, um, one of the things that I had reminded him of is by the infamous or the famous uh, Elon Musk, who said that it's actually pretty easy to get answers to questions. The hardest part is knowing which questions to ask. And so how do some entrepreneurs manage to come up with solutions for the toughest problems? I think they're able to do that because they come up with really difficult questions to answer. And the pursuit of the answer ends up producing a really great business. And I'll use kind of a couple of flip examples just to, just to illustrate the point. But the folks that started Uber, the thought was, well, why can't we just click a button on our phone and have a car show up? Well, guess what? We now have an industry called ride sharing, where literally you click a button on your phone and a truck or sorry, an SUV or a car um, pulls up in front of your house and takes you where you want to go. When we look at, um, say, uh, SpaceX and, 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 uh, and Elon Musk, the question was, how come we can't reuse a rocket ship? Well, next thing you know, they are successfully now putting rocket ships in, in the space, bringing them down and reusing them, thereby bringing down the overall cost of getting into space. Because every time you typically in history, every time you went to space, you had to use a new, a new rocket and that's really expensive. And so if there was a way to not have to re or not have to use a new rocket, but reuse an existing one, then that would make life a lot easier. Um, even Richard Branson, when he created Virgin Airlines, you know, the question was, how come there isn't a better airline that's providing a better experience to people that are prepared to pay for a better experience on long haul flights? Well, the next thing you knew, you got, you got Virgin Airlines. So I think the, tough, the, the toughest problems that get solved are because someone identifies the tough problem and they don't, they're not very complicated about it. It usually starts with a simple idea, but it, it's a problem or it's an issue that has not been addressed historically. And then that's where these really great markets and opportunities and products and, and services come from. And so uh, how do entrepreneurs manage to come up with solutions for the toughest problems? They figure out how to ask the right question. And that's key. So what about you in your business? What question are you asking yourself? The challenge I gave myself this year is I said, how can I personally help 100 entrepreneurs knowing full well that 
If you did the math on a per hour calculation and how many entrepreneurs I need to help every single week and every single month, there's just no way it's possible. I have to be able to do that through the platform that we've built, emilynow.ca. And, um, and I'm working through the solution now. Today is January the 16th. I'm two weeks in. We've done one business health check. It looks like we've got a, I've got a few more queued up. But I've asked myself a really tough question. How am I going to do this? How am I going to personally help 100 entrepreneurs? Well, by the time I come up with the answer, I'm hoping that I would have brought my business to a whole new level simply by asking a really tough question. Now, there's lots of things that come off of it, and that's when you get to go to work and you get to do you know, some fun things and some frustrating things, but ask yourself really tough questions and try to make them as simple as possible because then you can begin to figure out the answers and the answers produce the product or the service or the changes that need to be made. So, ask yourself some tough questions today. Um, what else have we got here? Da, 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 da. What business would be good for a single mom of two? Uh, this is this is kind of a neat question to answer because I've got kind of some got some theories on this, um, but let's get right to it. So whether you're a single mom, single dad, single parent doesn't really matter. My answer is going to be the same, and I and I believe that if you wanted a business, you first of all have to define why you want the business. Um, it's one thing to say, well, I want a business just because that's what everybody's doing today and being an entrepreneur is really cool and it's a lot of fun and man, it would be so exciting if I could like have my own business. Okay, well, that's going to wear off in your really tough moments and it's not going to put enough gas in your engine or in your tank to be able to go the distance when times get tough. So, assuming that this particular single mom of two is looking to build a business to provide some extra income for her family so that they um, maybe have a little bit of excess capacity in their life so they can breathe a little bit, then I would suggest this. I would suggest to the single mom, what is it that you are personally interested in? Is it um, something to do with kids and, and children? Is it a particular interest of yours like art history or television or movies? Find something that you're really, really interested in and then begin documenting your learnings about it. So, um, and document meaning blog, if you're more comfortable in written form. Um, Instagram, if you prefer to do kind of quick videos, because that's sort of your personality and that caters really well to you. Um, do a YouTube channel where you can produce regular content like a daily vlog or tutorials or something. Start building out some content and documenting why you like this or what is it that's important to you or what are you learning about this interest of yours and share it with the world. And what happens is if you stick to it and if it's truly a passion and it's truly an interest, then you start to find yourself interacting with the community of people that have those same interests and they'll start to connect with you. And from that, you can do several things. You can put um, advertisements on your blog. If your Instagram channel uh, gets popular enough, you can begin to market certain brands for um, clients that will pay you. So you can get paid to mention things on your Instagram channel. Um, if you're on Facebook, you can um, create offers or you can be a reseller of products and services related to the thing that you're interested in and take a markup. So you know you buy books for a dollar, sell them for two dollars or sign up to be an Amazon affiliate um, or become an affiliate with some of the other affiliate networks and use 
uh, and market their products through the content that you're pushing. So um, whether you're a single mom, single dad, or just someone looking to start a business, and I think the way this question is worded, it was because they've got commitments, this particular individual has commitments right now that they can't ignore. So they've got to pay their mortgage, they've got to pay their bills, and so you need a job. So this would be kind of your side hustle. And then your side hustle is something you do in your off hours, but because you have to be passionate about what you're doing because in those off hours, you're gonna to wanna to watch TV or you're gonna to wanna to take a nap or you're just not gonna have the energy to really um, pursue something you're not passionate about. So that's why you gotta be passionate about it, I think. You gotta be passionate about it. And maybe passion's too soft of a word, but have a significant interest in learning more about it and sharing those discoveries with other people through the variety of forms that are out there. Um, and when you do that, then you can start to figure out how to monetize it and then as you monetize it, if it stops becoming a side hustle and it's producing enough of a result that you can actually build a life around it, well, now you've just made the shift and uh, that most people uh, listening to this certainly would want to make. And um, so that's where you start. You start with what are you learning about? What are you interested in? What, are you, um, what do you find uh, interesting about a product or a service or an industry um, or a marketplace maybe? And document your learnings and share it and as you go you're gonna find your voice you're gonna find things that work for you like downloadable PDF files versus like a subscription service but there's lots of different things to do after you've created a foundation and it starts at zero <laughs> no one's gonna care um, just like this right I'm on this YouTube live right now and no one's gonna no one's gonna watch this you know we're not gonna have thousands and hundreds of people watching me right now but over time I'm hoping to build an audience that's interested in in uh, the content that I have to share and uh, I hope I'm right maybe I'm not but you take a run at it and you do it on the side and it's part of your side hustle and eventually it produces enough of a result that it's no longer your side hustle and it's actually your new career all right let me see what was some of the best advice you got when starting your own business oh man let me tell you the list is really really long part of the reason why I do all of the content or the produce all the content that I produce is because of this I've just had over 20 years so much advice given to me whether it's from books whether it's from podcasts whether it's from investors that I've worked with um, or even the other entrepreneurs that I've been blessed enough to help over the last couple of decades but I think there's a there's one piece of advice that just jumped out at me as soon as I saw this question and it is everything always takes longer than you think and costs more than you budget and that's important because someone like me used to really rail against that idea I used to say there's no way it's gonna take less time it's gonna cost less I've been really um, generous with the parameters that I've set for myself only to discover that it took way longer than I thought I mean way way longer and cost way more money now it costing more money had more to do with my lack of tenacity because I really didn't try to bolt down costs as well as I now do and the time was really because maybe there wasn't enough of, of a driver or a catalyst to force me to get the result maybe I don't maybe you didn't have enough self-motivation or confidence or whatever but it always takes longer and it always costs more now the reason I say that's the best advice is because whether you're starting a business, growing a business, or fixing a business, that advice is gonna be the same no matter what situation you find yourself in. So if you're trying to start a business, it's 
It's going to take twice as long as you think to get to where you want to go, and you could spend an enormous amount of money over and above what you've budgeted to get the results. You got to be really good at pulling in both of those things. If you're growing your business, this is the worst because if you're growing your business, you get like these false positive signs where you think that everything is good until it's not, and you don't have a feedback loop to tell you that it's costing more and it is in fact taking longer and that's because your business is already going and so you need to be able to differentiate the normal growth that your business would have experienced from the new growth that you're trying to add based on the new strategy or tactics that you've got and then if you're trying to fix your business this is really tough because uh, it will take longer because you will be navigating blindly through what needs to be fixed most times and it's going to cost more simply by virtue of it taking longer so um, you know if you think you can uh, fix your sales and you can do it in one month because you got a rent payment to make at the end of the month well chances are it's probably going to take two or three months and you got to figure out how to pay for two or three months worth of rent while you wait for the results to to show up so some of the best advice i got when starting my own business was um, in addition to hundreds of other pieces of advice, but one in particular is it's always going to take longer and it's always going to cost more. So make sure that you plan accordingly. Um, I think I'm going to cut it there. That's four good questions. Let me, is that four? Uh, let's see here. Uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, it's four good, good, solid questions. Um, lots of stuff to think about there. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll end up flipping this onto the. I'll end up flipping this onto the podcast so you can listen to it. And uh, I'll end up cutting it up into the specific questions and answers. So if you want to share this content with another entrepreneur, then you can do it in bite sizes. And uh, certainly, I'd appreciate that um, because that means that another entrepreneur has the opportunity to get the help that they're looking for. Um, and in the meantime, I hope you have a great day. I'm going to look to do this again next week. And so feel free to jump onto Quora. I'll put the details in the, the notes for this video or this podcast so that you can jump right to Quora, ask me a question directly. And not just me, but you're probably going to find some other cool stuff on there as well and, and, and discover that you're not the only person who has these unique questions. So I uh, hope you have a great day and we'll see you uh, next week.